Emo Social Club podcast broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. We are in the new year, guys. It's 2022, the sequel to 2020. It can only get better from here. I it's hope. only, well, I don't know. We're recording on Sunday and, you know, there's already, we had Betty White die. Bob Saget's dead today. Um <laughs> So we're really just betting a fucking thousand right now in terms of general vibes. Okay. Like, it sucks, but I'm not going to blame the year. (laughs) No, I mean, there's so much more in the year to see how it's going to turn out. Yeah, there's in general. There's a lot there. And we're not going to. There's a lot of other things. Welcome to the podcast. People you probably liked died. Uh, This is the Emo Social Club podcast. We talk mostly about music, but sometimes we'll talk about uh, celebrity deaths, apparently, within the first minute (laughs) of the intro. Uh, Listen, you said you said it's loose. You said the the recording overall was loose. This was a yeah, this is our first one of the year. This is our episode where we are talking about all the music we loved from 2021, all the stuff that was released last year that we were into. Uh, For Lizzie, that is a very good discussion of the music that came out and the music that was good and the music that she liked. For me, it's the like four or five records that I actually listened to last year because it's really hard to like find full records (laughs) that come out anymore that I listen to. But uh, it's it's giving Brian gives you a good like, yes, this is for um, those who just don't listen to music anymore. But these are okay. Yeah. You know, some of them aren't like five star reviews. Like they typically would be in like an album of the year. But you right. know what? It's like, hmm, this is decent because I listened to the one entire album that is new. Yeah. And that vibes, the track. It's 100%. This is the music I listened to. I didn't necessarily think it was the greatest thing I've ever heard. And I may not listen to it anymore. There's some stuff that I absolutely loved. And there's some stuff that I'm like, I did listen to it. And that's all I got for you. <laughs> and honestly, good for you. I'm happy for you. Thank you. You listen I to look, new music. I look happy and healthy. Before we get into our uh, our music of 2021, uh, why don't you let us know what you think about the Emo Social Club podcast. Start the year off right. You can review us on Apple Music. You can review us on Spotify now. That's a new year thing that you could do for it's us. It's also very easy for you to do. You literally so just easy. go to Spotify, go all the way to the tippy top. And yet it'll click like no, like leave a rating or like a something rating. Yeah. Um, and then you just click it. It tells you one out of five. Put five stars on there. If you put anything less, we're going to have a talking to. Oh, the answer is five. If you need an answer, it's always five. We're going to give you the answer to the quiz. It's five. Five stars individually. And that's on everything, including uh, our YouTube, where you can check out a visual version of this. Now, (laughs) is it in 360p? Don't ask me any questions. But we are uh, we we are talking about this live on Twitch. So you will hear some conversation with the people over there. Uh, So if you want to see the chat, if you want to have more of a visual uh, understanding of what's going on, you can find that over on our YouTube just search emo social club, youtube.com slash emo social club, like comment, subscribe, 
you can also check us out on our website at emosocialclub.com where you can find the membership video of this uh, for our me- in our membership section where you'll be able to listen to all of the music as well because we can't have music on YouTube or yeah. podcasts you know, that Listen, much. and you know what? You can maybe eventually get our um, dumbass moments where we don't know what old uh, celebrities are what <laughs> in photos. Uh... If you are on any form of social media, you can also find us there. We are on Twitter and TikTok at X Emo Social Club X. And we are on Instagram at Emo Social Club. So, you know, those are those are like enough ways for you to tell us, hey, I liked it. Whatever it is. Did you like it? Let us know. You know, one of the other ways that they can do it to really prove that they really liked liked us. Tell them. uh, You can always go over on EmoSocialClub.com slash merch and pick up um a shirt one of our remaining well, we shirts still have tank tops <laughs> um and layer it yeah just definitely let people know that you like us we need to get new stuff and we can't do that until we get rid of all the other stuff Listen, so the more that you buy these the closer you are to having an anime girl emo social club shirt it's in the Jesus pipeline Christ. guys it's in the it's in the gd <laughs> pipeline okay so if you want it you got to come get it uh yeah, well, let's let's get into the recording here. Uh, this is us talking about our favorite music of twenty twenty one. Let's 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 just jump into it. Are we mixing it up? Yeah, we're just gonna mix it up. We'll just we'll just go vibe out. Would you like to go first? I can go first too. I mean, I could go. I I did the only voice. I did the voice thing last week, so I didn't know how we wanted to the do it. Voice here. thing, yeah. You the intro. Oh yeah, thing. do it. I mean, okay. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Lizzie. I'm Brian. I meant just this is a real pick up here. your, like, go with the first of the song first. I really thought first. that you meant nope. something else. Listen, you need to be a little bit more clear. You have to clarify a little bit more nope. with your definitions <laughs> here. Yeah. Well, do you want to say your first pick of something from 2021? You know, you could have started with that, and that's what I meant, and then you didn't clarify. <laughs> Please don't ER. edit this part out. I probably won't. I'll leave this <laughs> all in. This is all staying in. Mom and Dad, stop fighting. <laughs> <laughs> the ESE mansion? Oh, yeah, the cult mansion? I still talk to so many people about starting a cult in, like, three different friend groups so far, and everyone is down, and I'm just saying... I don't know how we got here, but here we are. Everybody just wants something to believe in and something that'll take care of them. And it's not like you lose anything, right? You only gain. (laughs) You gain a whole dumbass family of cult members. (laughs) Solid intro, where we do the intro and then immediately stop doing the intro (laughs) with just nothing else to say. Yeah, because Brian's like, that's just not what it was. That's not what I asked for. I need you to give me... Well, yeah, it kind of was. What is your... What is... What is... Your number one. Uh, uh, are we going to start at like, you can number, start at number five? five. Mine are not numbered. Builds up the anticipation. Mine are not numbered. You're, okay. You go and you pick your number five then. And we'll do some Animenchis after that. Interesting. Okay. I would say my number five is Gammy Gang by Origami Angel. Because it smacks. It really incorporates a lot more of like this indie and pop punk and alt rock style that uh, I feel like everybody's looking for, but everybody also sleeps on so heavily and like complains about never knowing that it exists anymore. 
And they just kind of hit it on the mark every time. And I finally saw them live. Uh, and I was really stoked. And they're really good live, too. You have a song you like from the record? I didn't get that far. I just listened to it through and I was like, yeah, I like this. I also need everyone to remember I haven't I didn't have to like really commute anymore after halfway through the year. So I didn't like listen to yeah. too much. I would listen to a lot of podcasts. That like really uh, affected me, too, with my like. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up with stuff. Uh, here, I'm going to play a song. Oh, I'm gonna call me your gang. They do. I'm gonna rate album covers. This is seven out of ten. Damn. And it's only a guitarist and a drummer, and that 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 yeah. got me too. And like they they have like their normal band like on tour too, but like it's just them. That's kind of like front bottoms, but not like yeah. front bottoms. Um. Okay. So that was uh, that was your number five. All right. Me. Well, I'm gonna go with my first one. Which was uh, Halsey, which is not this one. Okay, that's yeah. solid. Um, I was interested in this record because it was her and uh, I'm going to play this video. It was her, Mr. Nin, her and Trent Reznor and Atticus Sorry. Ross. And like when I ended up uh, listening to it, I'm like, this is legitimately just. Uh, this is legitimately just Halsey uh, fronting Nine Inch Nails. That's all this is. And that's incredible. Uh, I do feel like it plays a little bit like a... It plays a little bit like a movie soundtrack, which I know that they made like a whole yeah. like film and there's there's a lot to it. Uh, but the, the, the tracks on this, some of them hit really fucking hard. Some of them are a little bit less, but... Uh, the Trent Reznor part of it is so good. Well, Trent Reznor too has been like pretty consistent with making like film scores mm -hmm. too. So I think it kind of makes sense for him to blend it together. Oh, yeah. I think he, um, I'll turn it up a little bit for us. I think he, yeah, I think he's been doing like all these movie soundtracks. And so like doing it with Halsey makes sense, but you're also like, well, I kind of wanted a Halsey rock record. And it's not. It's a Halsey like cinematic experience, which is awesome. Uh, which may be like the closest people get to like a Halsey like yeah. rock record. This I song feel, because and she's... another one has like a pop punk like rock vibe to it. But there's a lot on there that is just like the industrial like Nine Inch Nails sort of feel. Yeah. Um, which I'm a huge fan of Nine Inch Nails, so I'm not complaining by that uh, by any means. Uh, the combination of the of the of Halsey and Trent and Atticus Ross is like it's a good thing. I hope they do more. I hope Halsey does more rock shit, basically, because it's fucking good. It's a very good time. I feel lighter in the waistline with no hands around me, no spit in my teeth. No, I'm not sure. I will say I saw Halsey. I saw Halsey on a lot of like you know, top 50 lists too. So it seems to track. Good. Good. So I'm not a fool. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that. <laughs> <sighs> Rude. Rude of you. 
All right, Lizzie, what's your next one? My next one is Pink Shift's Saturine, which is basically there. It's an EP. So the thing also about this year is that a lot of EPs came out versus yeah. albums, which a lot of people that we have talked with said that is going to be kind of the new direction. And while they may have LPs come out, it's not probably going to be as much so, which makes sense. But Pink Shift basically blew up as an internet band during COVID. I finally saw them live. They opened for Mannequin Pussy um, at Shuba's. I saw them with Manny of Action Adventure. We could say <laughs> we could say that. Um, are we gonna get fined? No, it's fine. Find it's fine. me. <laughs> but they're real. First of all, they have really good stage presence, and they also have this like really really good. Um, like musical intricacy that they have in there it's like if you had old school mcr and you had this new like riot girl pop punk type vibe and you mashed it together it's kind of what i feel everybody has been looking for and like a new aggression and nobody's found it because they're still so underground <laughs> yeah sorry rap boy i gotta figure out how to do the movie nights on uh on, on discord because i i put it down so it would work in discord and now here we are on a 360 stream on cheers it's okay you're getting the full like throwback emo experience exactly i wanted this to look like all the music videos that we still watch <laughs> what if we submitted this to somebody to like consider us for anything you're like hey you want the full emo experience do we put all of our uh twitch streams in 240p dude i i ran out of peas i'm sorry guys in this new year, I only have so many P's to give. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Pink Shift is very good. That's all I got. I, I've, I've only really listened to the two songs, this one and uh, Mars. So I listen to Recorded on your flip cam, dude. I'm recording God, this all on a Nokia. Flip cam. <laughs> oh, and you're not on, not a, on sidekick? a sidekick. No, I can't afford a sidekick. Man, I did. I just had the pink razor. That's Ooh. all I had. Okay. Bring, yeah, middle school me was sassy. Bring back pink flip phones. Bring back flip phones. Period. Like, who cares if anybody uses them? I just want it. You know. Like, I'm not gonna. One of my friends, he only used a flip phone until like early college, and then he got like a smartphone. And he was talking to me. He's like, don't you remember that in high school? I said, yeah. And you were fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, it's a vibe. Uh, what's my next one? Okay. Hanging up with so much more dramatic. I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Like. I'm saying just fuck this. Goodbye. It does that whole bad illustration thing, but it does it well. <laughs> I will say when I, I pre-ordered their. uh album on vinyl because i really i really liked it and they're really cool with us on socials too and i thought i was too late to get the pink variant but i opened it up and it's bubblegum fucking pink and i said yo bitch let's go <laughs> i talk on the phone i'd rather call people than text most of the time then brian gets upset just <laughs> fucking text me dude no what if i'm driving that's dangerous then don't talk to me Wow, what if it's an emergency? Yeah. I don't know. It, like, no, some weird it isn't. Instance. It isn't. That's 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 the thing. <laughs> it isn't. It's never going to be an emergency. Okay, Twenty One Pilots. 
scaled and icy. Oh, yeah, they had an album that came out this yeah. year. I'm gonna. I almost forgot. I'm gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna give you my my honest truth about this record. There are some okay. some very good songs, and there are some songs that are yeah. fucking terrible. Okay, that doesn't constitute album of the year. Brian. I didn't say it's album of the year. I said it's on my list of albums I listened right, to this but year. That means that it has to be good. I think that the <laughs> the songs that are very good, the singles, like AMC is saying in chat, the singles are excellent. Yeah. Uh, this song is Shy good. Shy Away was really good. Shy Away. Uh, I think Saturday is is a fun song. Redecorates a good song. Um, but like, I don't know where Twenty One Pilots felt like they were going anymore you know like oh we're gonna do weird shit right and then they're like nah we're just gonna do like basic indie pop that kind of sucks i mean like uh their last one with jumpsuit yeah. on it i hear oh, i that love album. it unpopular opinion i did it's not, not like unpopular. it did not care for it no it wasn't it wasn't good i like um but like this i think was a better step up but i also feel like it's in the same like roundabout too like it's yeah. okay i'll take it i'm not impressed by it but i think it's there's there. like i think there's this impression that tyler joseph is like like a genius but I also think that he like makes no fucking sense with any of his lyrics. What the fuck is no, what the fuck doesn't. is scaled and icy? What the fuck does it represent? What the fuck does this song mean? A dragon, because it yeah, but a it's dragon. like I don't actually understand what any of it is supposed to say. What any of it's supposed to mean? What what I'm supposed to get from it? I don't understand any of that shit. It's it's just it's just to me words. <laughs> like the the music is great. The music is fun super talented as far as like the musicality of it the words are garbage like sometimes you just write words it's dragons as in imagine dragons amc says okay oh, so God. it's basically 21 pilots is taking a piece of the imagine dragons handbook well someone had to someone had to knock imagine dragons off their fucking it's pedestal. a natural it's a natural progression Everyone at some point becomes Imagine Dragons or the At villain, some point, everyone has dragons. imagined a dragon, you know? At some point... Sorry, can I, uh, can I, have, a, can I have an interjection here? <laughs> I just, wa I just yeah, want to interject so. about something that has nothing to do with this stream. Alice, make a time code so I delete mm -hmm. this. Uh, I got a recruitment... Maybe I won't I got a recruitment it. email for staffing optimization specialist for meta <laughs> i'm like no dude <laughs> brian no i can't i can't work for meta I, I can't do that shit oh my god like i don't know how much like if it's like okay if it's a ridiculous amount of money i'll go to the interview but that's it <laughs> that's all <laughs> that's it all right lizzie you're up okay my next one is going to be who's on my sweater safe face. Another kill for the highlight reel. Straight up, like, again, new age MCR. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to say done better, but done in a different style. That it's not. I don't know. Somebody threw something. <laughs> but it's not. Um, it's basically not bad. It's something new. It's refreshing. It is. 
first of all, Gay Slipknot really does uh, explain it, and yeah. I fucking love it. Um, yeah, they put this out. You retweeted. Uh, RB, our friend, is the uh, the bassist, and uh, and and when you retweeted them, when when RB was saying, "Oh, check this out!" Like when this this song came out, I was like, "Oh, okay, you got me. You fucking got me. You fucking got me." Yes. This band name and Save Ferris. Yeah, this is uh this is actually just a bunch of ska covers. It's not. It's the opposite oh of that. <laughs> I'm multitasking. This is uh this is basically just new age MCR mixed with gay slipknot. Which they call themselves, yeah. I'm allowed to repeat it. That it's a whole thing on yeah. the internet. Because they were like, what the fuck is this? this and it's like, it's awesome. That's what it is. You want me to say? Say it if it gets you to stay. The hell away from This this band and I and I said this to RB too. We just really want to ride your coattails because I think this might be like real oh big God. in the next couple of years, like the sort of like MCR theatrical revival of music. Because we had like the pop punk well, revival, now we got to get into the theatrical revival, you know. Well, the thing is too is that Safe Face when they came out with their first LP, Mercy, that was like like Mercy, um, was also hit and was really good but i feel like after that they just fell off and i always like i listened to that album and then when this came out i said oh like this is something i wasn't anticipating because they always gave me that same energy as like mom jeans who like they obviously opened for on their last tour who we saw somewhat with (laughs) and that's more of the sound and the energy and vibe and they switched it i was like whoa 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 where'd this come from i really enjoy it but i was kind of shocked by it it's very different but it is also this this is way more interesting. This is way more like, oh, you're not just a two word band that sounds like every other two word band, you know, like this. This gives me. Th- What's another two word mom band jeans? You just said like, mom no. jeans. Well, we we literally went to that that show with Safe Face, and it was all two name bands, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Origami, Origami Angel, Angel, Mom Jeans, Safe, Safe Face, Face, and the opener was Pool Kids. Pool Kids. All two name bands. I, I think when you put two name bands on a bill, it's like, dude, you gotta have some more words in there. Two names, Seraphon. I'm saying it's it's it is so fucking common to just have two names. No, that's a that's a name and an acronym, Courtney. <laughs> Wolf Road. Yeah, it's it's a it's a breed. Wolf R D. Road is R D. R D. That's what that is. Why are you saying it like that? Because they're from Wolf Row, you know, out there and out there in Deus Plains. Um, Safe Face was also on my list of albums I listened to this year. I really liked this record, so uh, I'll skip that when we get to it on mine. Um, What else do I have on here? Uh, Glow On by Turnstile I listened to. I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool. Uh considering everybody was talking about it all year like since it, like like when it came out everybody's like holy shit this is fucking wild i'm like yeah it's good it's not for me it's like i i think it's really interesting uh i think it's really interesting as a record from a hardcore band doing something that is combining like no, uh, uh pop and and like kind of bubblegum sort of thing but like yeah it's just it's okay I'm glad that people like it. 
you know? I'm happy that people are wow, having a good a, time with it. What an astonishing review. Yeah. Uh, but I will play uh, something that I did like. Uh, let me just go ahead and skip this one out of the way. I'm covering what I listen yeah. to, and Brian's covering what he listened yep. to, and that's, that's all, all he it listened is. to. That's all that I can do for you. Even playing stuff you didn't like? No. I'm playing stuff that I did like. Uh, I'm just mentioning, like, all the stuff on my list of, like, Brian's brand is meh. Get out of here. Oh, my God. Uh, Spirit Box put out their full length. Now, Spirit Box yes. is, is kind of one of the the bands that I, I would say I got so into them on their singles. And then most of those singles ended up on the record. And I was like, I don't need to listen to the yeah. record. I've already heard it. So it took me a while. I mean, but you have to listen yeah. for more. But like if you're putting out, let's say you're putting out five songs right before the, before the record comes out, that's like mainly the record. And it's probably the top of that, of that, of that record. Alice didn't listen to it till like last week. Yeah. Kind of same. I listened to it the week it came out, uh, but it came out around the same time as one of my other, well, probably my favorite of last year, Sleep Token. So I was also like, okay, I'm going to listen to Sleep Token instead. <laughs> um, but it is very good. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're going to cancel the Under Oath tour. Yeah, no, I'm going because Brian asked me to, and I'm mainly going for Spirit yeah. Box. When we get to number one for you, He's about to like already spoil it. I, for I don't you. care. I don't care. I fucking loved Sleep Token's record, and I am a big fan of Sleep Token in general. Um, yeah, the Spirit Box, they're good. They've always been good since I started listening to them when people brought it to us uh, on stream. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and continue listening to them. But if they if bands keep putting out all these singles, it's like, do I need a record? Like, can I just like. Like, put out an EP. Put out five songs. Put out an EP. That's all you really need to do. I mean, that's basically what people are doing. Yeah. It's singles and EPs. But it's like, if you're going to put out five songs, six songs, and then put all of those on a record, and then have, like, I, I assume, maybe I could be wrong in many times, but I assume a lot of the other songs on it are going to be filler. Because, like, you already released the top songs, you know? That's my thought is like, you're not putting out shitty singles, right? You're putting out top singles. Top singles. I mean, some singles are shitty, oh, though. Some singles are shitty. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's this kind of shit that got me into this. It's like, oh, you, you fucking have these like melodic parts. You sing so beautifully. And then it's just like, nah, fuck you. I'm going to kick you in the dick. Yeah. It's time for a dick kicking. It's the feminine energy. Yeah, this is girl bossing at its finest. <laughs> at its finest. Uh, okay, Lizzie. Go ahead. Um, so I'm going to go with Kenny Hoopla's Survivor's Guilt mixtape because mm -hmm. there's not one bad song on that entire mixtape. Not at all. And it's just like, I mean, and again, like we saw Kenny Hoopla twice this year and each and every single time it is like the best it is like one of the best live shows I've seen in recent years. It is insane how talented this this guy is. And like the fact that he's he's performing with just a drummer and a DJ. I'm like that's this is the future. 
And like Stop. his DJ is like his hype man. Yeah. Like before, like the opener, it's just a hype man. And when we were at Riot Fest, people were upset about that. I'm like, yeah, they're they fucking playing Ocean Avenue. You know, you're you're having oh. a decent time, wait, you know, waiting for Kenny Hoopla. Like, shut the fuck up. Those people were super wrong, by the way. Oh yeah. I think that Kenny Hoopla, and this is on my list too, so we can talk about this now. Uh, I think that Kenny Hoopla is the future of it with bands that don't need a full fucking band. Like, just play the music as tracks because the song is awesome. You're not going there because you're like, I want to make sure that like this dude can actually play guitar, right? Who gives a shit? Who fucking cares? The only thing I will say is that drums and bass do help uh for like the vibe at the show like i think that having the live drummer was was an improvement at the the small show we saw him at but yeah. I, I i and i think that's it i think otherwise just fucking come out with a dj dude that's all you need Travis barker and i mean Travis like Barker's he has enough of the, he has <laughs> enough of the energy that like you don't need anything else like i can't when we saw him at shubas he jumped in the crowd i don't know how many fucking times and he was like like I, I know this is COVID, but she was just like Hundo P Vax. This is pre Omicron, like, okay? Every yeah, this is pre Omicron, and he was like in people's faces, like let's share the mic, like let's sing, let's jump around, like together. And I was like, oh my god, I haven't had like an artist do this in like probably like five or so years, and be like <laughs> interactive with the entire audience mm-hmm. in that room. Like he went all the way back to where like Brian and our friend Craig were like standing in the back. Yep. And it was like, I'm here and like interacting with everybody. It was insane. It's like if you can put on a good show and you only have two people on stage, I think that that's way better than if you've got a full like four or five piece band and you're like, oh, cool. I got like all these people up here. People are thrashing. People are playing. It's like, no, dude, you you literally can bring like nobody on stage and put on a better show than bands that have like five or six people in it. Gay Slipknot. <laughs> Gay Slipknot regular slipknot <laughs> regular slipknot i can't believe you're about to start beef with slipknot again here you're not i'm not MGK, starting beef Brian. with slipknot i'm just talking are? about beef. i know you had the mgk nail polish but you are not mgk okay but my nails are <laughs> <laughs> but my nails are he's weed he's weed slipknot yeah. is a narc <laughs> uh hollywood sucks is so fucking good uh, like it is it is like in this pop punk revival that's kind of like uh i I wouldn't call this like emo hip-hop like in the same way that like mgk is kind of doing like pop punk and mg uh, uh, uh emo hip-hop this is just straight up pop punk yeah that's all right? it is and when people say kimmy hoopla is a rapper i'm like oh no that, that sounds like you're looking at one characteristic and making it everything you yeah. see like our friends in I'm action like if you adventure listen complained to the rest, about rest of the mixtape there is like some variations where you could be like oh this sounds like you know something like an like an emo rap maybe emo hip-hop slightly mm-hmm. but it's really not it's just like pure pop punk through and through it's just pop punk this is straight up travis barker pop punk which is what you do when you work with travis barker you can get no choice it's just travis barker pop punk what do you want to do oh you know just regular shit this is 2001 Blink, Rap Boy says. Yes, it is. Yeah. And Travis Barker is doing better Blink songs with everybody else besides Blink. 
Yeah, that was the point. <laughs> Ridiculous. And those balloons are going to kill a duck. <laughs> Every time you play this song, a duck eats a balloon in a Upsetting. lake. <laughs> uh, Travis Barker, thank you for all you've done for us in the last, like, year and a half two, yeah year and a half single-handedly bringing back pop punk he just goes in to a studio and he's like let me put some drums on this like imagine you just like are in a studio and you're like yeah that's a song i want to put drums on and then you go into another studio and you see the guy and the guy's like oh shit uh for me too and then he just goes nah i don't like this one and then some leaves. vibe you're like dude Could you're you on everything but you're not like on me <laughs> Like, like you asked, you see that happen, and Travis Barker just straight up looks at you, listens, and says, "No," walks away. I don't like, think so. Would hey, you get just, better, bro. I think like you should just quit music at that point, dude. Yeah, just quit. <laughs> if just you're a pop punk band, and if that happens, you need to quit legally. I feel like that is like a gauge of if you are a good band or not. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like in this is. point. Okay. Uh, I will do my next one. Uh, as far as like what I actually listened to this year. <laughs> uh Taylor Swift <laughs> I knew it was on I my fucking uh it. yeah it was on my list it was very high up there uh and let me just play the red song the lyric video the red song I mean, it's called red Taylor's version of course I I mean fearless came out this year too just an FYI fearless came out yeah. Taylor's version for fearless came out uh I love what Taylor Swift is doing. And I said that before because I just love Taylor Swift and it's well known. It's right, documented. Uh, but this record is still very good. Uh, I love the idea that she just re-recorded it and, and it made it sound exactly as it did before. And it's a good record and it's new <laughs> technically. you don't have any thoughts about taylor swift i mean like i i use her an ex as an example in like music licensing and publishing in class mm, yeah um because of the whole scooter brown thing yep. but again like i've never been like a yeehaw fan and that's how i still like hear and see taylor swift personally uh, so i don't really listen to it or her uh, really at all i'm like indifferent <laughs> like i understand what she's done like pop culture wise but it just every time i try i'm like i it's too yeehaw still. I don't like it. I'm upset. It's This is not yeehaw. I can't, the Swifties about to come in here and be upset out of Good. nowhere. Come to me. I'm on your team, Swifties. Wow. I'm on your fucking team. Uh, I'm not going to get... Look, the Bayhive is going to say something, but no. Uh, so the original release date of this was in 2012. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me just double check because I'm pretty sure... Uh, the the producer of this and uh, the producer of... Yeah, so the producer of this record and the producer of the Academy is his Santi record, which came Excuse out five me. years uh, five years before this. Uh, stolen versions, yeah. It's, it's the stolen versions, red stolen versions. Uh, same producer, Butch Walker. Butch Walker is a great songwriter. And he just like works with a bunch of artists like this and puts out good songs. So, you know, the Academy is friends of the pod and Taylor Swift 
Friends of the pod. <laughs> wow, that's crazy, Brian. Taylor, come on the pod. What's always crazy, I'm in like a couple like music industry Facebook groups, and one of them is like for press. So people would be like, oh, hey, like, do you have this press contact for like this artist? And some people get really fucking ballsy, and I don't know why, but some people are like, who has a press contact for Adele? And I'm like, there's no way you think you can interview Adele. I'm like, you would just be a part of a major network. And then you wouldn't need to be asking. I'm like, you're like, being silly. Yeah, unless you're Oprah. But like, there Wait, is. But then you already have her. But then you're Oprah, and nobody right? Ask. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a billionaire, like somebody... you could probably interview Adele. <laughs> yeah. What was what? Sometimes I feel bad is that there are people because on Facebook, of course, you have like the different like emoji reacts. So people put like the laughing emoji, mm-hmm. like to laugh at them for being silly. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't know what else you expected. That's like me going in and saying, I want MCR's press contact, knowing damn well that probably would not happen because I don't even give fucking interviews to anybody at all right now. Like, no. But first of all, always shoot your shot. At all times, shoot your shot. I say this about everything at all times. Shoot your shot. Uh, no, I don't want to play Miley Cyrus right now. I do, though. I do really want to play Miley Cyrus, but I'm not going to play Miley Cyrus. (laughs) Uh, shoot your shot. And also, there's probably, like, a kid that works there, you know? And, like, maybe, like, an intern or somebody will see your email and go, yo, like, this would be cool to do for, like, the small, small press thing. Like, it would give, it would give them a, a leg up and it would just be, like, really fun to, like, talk to real fans instead of just, like you know, doing the regular press junkets, right? Like uh, when a when a movie star does like a YouTuber's channel for press, right? It's like, well, you don't have to do that. They're not Entertainment Tonight or, or Entertainment Weekly or People or some, some shit like that. But they still have to be like do. pretty prominent. You enough, do have to be like prominent. Like you do have like, to be prominent oh, in a way. Well, yes. But like there's always going to be that like small little chance and that's what breaks you, you know? Like Hot Ones obviously has like uh, the 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 backing of a big magazine complex, but uh, you know they're bigger now because they had the guests they had, and then you get there, and sometimes you know that intern's gonna go, "Yo, I listen to this podcast." You know these emo social uh, guys. Which maybe one they... of you has an internship somewhere? <laughs> guys, if you know somebody with an internship at Taylor Swift's press okay, company, this, this escalated. <laughs> Uh, it escalated correctly. <laughs> this is the exact direction I wanted it to go in. Oh my god! All right, Lizzie, next. This is the last one. All right. Right? This is your, yeah. This is your number one. one. My number one, which was also fun fact, Rolling Stones number one. Ooh. Olivia Rodrigo sour. All right. All right. It's the one. I think the biggest thing is that you don't really need to explain it, but to explain it anyway is that uh, she literally is this Disney Channel star. She's on High School Musical, the musical on Disney Plus. High School Came Musical, the fucking... musical, the show. Yeah, High School Musical, the musical, the show. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't even watched the, the first three High School Musical movies, Brian. Okay. I know about them, though. But you haven't watched them. You but haven't. Do, do you know how to wow. do that? We're all are you this gatekeeping High School Musical? No. Are you gate? You're Listen, gatekeeping High School Musical. Listen, you need to learn. You need to learn the dance. No, you are. You yeah, are you gatekeeping. Need to learn the dance. You are gatekeeping without girl bossing. 
I'm or gaslighting first. Like we're all in this together dance, and you can't. I bet Sarah can't. I guess we're not in. I guess we're not in it together then. I guess we're in it separately, huh? Guess that's what we're in you right now. You have to learn the dance. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Why do you like it, Lizzie? You fucking. <laughs> I like it because it mixes so many different genres and it and captures so many different age ranges. Because like, I like it. Brian likes it. Our friend Craig fucking loves Olivia Rodrigo. Every time we DJ, he said, "Can you play?" Yeah. The- <laughs> Our DJ sets. This has been like, the most requested <laughs> of 2021 the, the, since it, it just came goes out. Off. Yeah. And, like, playing this at any event right now, not right now, don't go out, but any event that we have played it at, this fucking goes. It, it is, it, the, the room erupts. I play, like, something you probably like, and nobody cares. I play this, like. people go fucking crazy. I think I played this into uh, Crush, 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 and the room just was was hype as fuck for the entirety of both songs. No... No little break for the bridge or nothing. Like people were like, "Yeah, let's." People go. were just in. How do you feel about the the Paramore stuff about it? The Paramore I mean, thought. I think it's really stupid because at this point, you either sample or take so much influence from literally almost fucking anything, especially in like pop punk or anything like that. Everything sounds generic and the same. Are you gonna say that about? literally any other band okay so this is gonna upset a lot of boomers out there but i'm gonna say anyway because i texted brian this this afternoon because i was shocked i was uploading music and there's the so the band chicago has a song called like 86 and 87 i think that's what it is 67 i don't yeah whatever i can't remember i can't remember numbers no and it was something like that but they started i was listening to it to make sure it was a good quality audio and i heard the beginning and I said, oh, my God, this is Panic at the Disco's Hallelujah. Because, <laughs> like, I don't fucking yep. listen to vintage rock. Vintage. Like, I'm not a dad. I'm not a grandpa. I don't. Like, uh, why would I listen to that? I don't care about none of this, uh, you know, vintage. Yeah. But I talked to Brian. I said, did you know? And he was like, I knew it was from somewhere, but I didn't know where. And I said, OK, cool. But I think it's like that. Like, you hear such similarities or samples that, like. You can't be upset about it at this point unless they're like straight up like taking your track and like just ripping it off like no cap and that's it. And then it kind of comes back to like Yellow Card and Juice World where Yellow Card wanted to sue Juice World and his estate yeah. um, about one of his one of his songs, Lucid Dreams, copying Hollywood died. And it's like, OK, but it's in a different genre and format. And unless you kind of like already know what it sounds like, you could hear some similarities but I don't think it's like it shouldn't be founded upon because even if she says, yes, I draw influence from Paramore and Haley Williams. Cool. So do like a lot of fucking bands we listen to. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous to say like uh, I, I it's ridiculous to say like I should make money because somebody took something that sounds similar to this other song. It, it's like you're you're only mad because it got popular. If I literally just like sang the exact melody to ocean avenue on a song and nobody heard it nobody would give a shit right so it's it's not about this it's not about like copying somebody's ip melody whatever it's not about that it's about 
you're making money and I should, I want money. Give me the money though. What if Give I had the, the money, money too? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the foolishness of it. Like you don't deserve money because you made something and then somebody else did better with it. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Like, it's just not how it works. Yeah. So I, I, I do think that it was good that Paramore at least said like, Hey, we don't want to do this. Like, thank you for putting, giving us writing credit. Like we have no problem with it. We're very like happy for your success. We love the song. Uh, but it was their label or uh, their, their management and their, right. I mean, come on, fuel by ramen. You can let this one go. <laughs> like, come on guys. Like, not fuel by you're ramen. Being, you're being silly. You're, you're being, being silly. Right uh, fuel by malice. Fuel by, come on. <laughs> yeah. Fuel by malice. Fuel by malice. Am I right? <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to play, uh, my my number one. We'll just do our our number ones right now. Female vocals equal paramour. Violins equal yellow card. Rap boy says, "Yeah, basically." Yeah. Fucking basically. I mean, there was there was even um. There's this like TikTok artist. I don't remember her name, but I remember I put it on like our Spotify playlist for some new music that came out. And maybe if you guys are on TikTok, you might you might know what I'm talking about. She did she did um. Death of a Salesman. By Yellow Card off of Ocean mm. Avenue, but she took the she just took the musical bed of it, and then did her own lyrics over it, and nobody was complaining about that. People were like, "Oh my god, that sounds so cool!" Like you mm -hmm. took a Yellow Card song that like nobody really knows or like knows super well, and went with it, and like people liked it. And it was very catchy, and I was like, "Oh, okay," but nobody's upset over this. <laughs> nobody's upset over this. Like, hmm. It's because you only care about the vocals. You you only care about the vocal melody. That's if you if you copy the vocal melody, you're out. <laughs> it's game over. Stupid, fucking stupid. Uh, the only record I really listened to a, a lot of times this this past year was Sleep Token. Uh, this place will become your tomb. I've listened to it probably every single day for the past like three weeks just like trying to get into like the vibe for what my album of the year would be um but when it came out i listened to it and i was texting uh our our friend drew uh you know drew right i'm not just saying our yeah. friend but it's like only my friend craig's drew <laughs> no no uh drew from um friday pilots club oh okay yeah i mean uh, i don't talk to him too much but we can assume i mean yeah i i he posted everyone's it. He's like, a friend. everyone's a friend. He posted it on his story and was like, yeah, I'm really digging in. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm so nervous to listen to it. Cause I'm just not sure if it's going to be as good as, uh, the previous one sundowning, which I listened to also very constantly, just always on repeat. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm just nervous. Like, I don't want it to be disappointing. And so I listened to it the first time. I'm like, okay, I'll come back to it. Uh, this song didn't hit me right away. And now I'm like, I've had it in my head for days. It's just too fucking good. Now, here's the thing. Who do you think is Sleep Token? I have no idea. And I, you know what? I've looked through like their Instagram comments. I've looked through YouTube comments and I have, Alice, thank you. Wow. I have no interest in knowing like, 
I could look it up on Wikipedia. I'm sure somebody's like updated it. I have no interest in knowing. I think like when a band is mysterious, the first thing people want is to find out it, corpse. It's the corpse problem. Uh, the corpse problem. The corpse problem. When somebody dies, they become a corpse. What a problem. <laughs> uh, why would you want to ruin that mystery for yourself? Contrast lacks and three feet away. I couldn't tell you what They're it British, was. They're British at the very least. They are British at the very least because his accent is strong. Breaking through. Yeah. He goes by Vessel. That's his name. Vessel. Aren't we all just vessels of our Yeah, exactly. And like, what I do love is that on Instagram, whenever they're like promoting something, they're like, oh, here's this. And then like paragraph and then worship, period. <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm, 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 I will. Here's this my unpopular opinion. This right. reminds me of like Imagine Dragons. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, though. No matter what, because I've tried to listen to a variety of songs. No. And I'm like, this sounds like nah. Imagine Dragons nah. vocals and no. melody. Lizzie was in the car with me, and I was playing I know, the song. I thought Brian was going to kick me out She's of like, a moving car. Is this Imagine Dragons? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> fucking get out on the highway. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out of the car, we dude. On the highway. We were driving on I was about to go on the highway. I was about to get on the highway to kick you out on it. Wow. <laughs> I was mad. I was furious. Ugh. Furious. <laughs> Sounds so good. How dare you? This is like, okay. I will say this. This is a metal band. Quote. Play this with an Imagine Dragons. No, I'm not going to do that. I wouldn't do that. No. Everybody else, go listen to this song and then play an, an Imagine Dragons. Guys, we Dragons would never, this podcast would never sorry. tell you, unless you want to, to go listen to Imagine Dragons. We would never ask you to do that for us. That's part of the, the promise. That's the emo social guarantee. We'll never <laughs> tell you to go. <laughs> the emo social guarantee is we'll never tell you to go listen to Imagine Dragons. Promise you. If this you. gets clipped and out on the internet, I'm going to get like white boy hated on so Good. much. Good. Wow. As a white this boy. Is- Wow, you're really you're really holding up I, to your own. I plan to defend your agenda. As a metal wow. band, though, let's just acknowledge like this band is not metal. No. This band is not a metal band, but they are in metal as a as a band. They have breakdowns, they have screaming in some of their songs, but like this is not a metal band. Mm-hmm. They got some genty ass riffs, but like genty. Genty ass, if you will. Uh <laughs> <sighs> I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think that they're metal by any means. I just think that they're fucking excellent. And uh, I just really enjoy the vibe. I really enjoy the melodies. I really enjoy uh, just the mystery around it. I'm going to play one more song because this this song was literally like I listened to this a hundred times, at least when this album came out. I repeated it a hundred times. It's uh, just too strong. It's just too fucking strong. It just reminds me of Imagine Dragons so much. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute Lizzie. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> is this Imogen Heap? It is not. Wow, wow. Imogen Heap wrote. Not stealing. It is borrowing. Yeah, Imogen Heap wrote not uh, Imogen Heap metal. Imogen Heap wrote not vocoder songs. Look, you want emo, 
you listen to something with just vocals in a, into a vocoder. If you haven't fucking cried to Imogene Heap's Hide and Seek, you're not real. You're not a person. I didn't know what Imogene Heap was until I'm going to mute like Lizzie real quick. Hold on. I got to, I got to, I got to, <laughs> I'm disconnecting Lizzie from this call real quick. Wow. I didn't know what Imogene Heap was until college. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I'll press like, um, quiz like what goth band are you? And I got Emily Autumn and then somebody else posted it and was like, Imogene Heap, like who the fuck is that? No. It, that's not a goth artist. It's just know. weird indie pop from. I I thought the UK. it was goth. For, I still think it's goth because I don't know. No, she did. Uh, she was in Fru Fru. Hold on. In what? Hold on. Imogene Heap was in Fru Fru, which was the, the soundtrack Fru -Fru? of Garden State, the Zach Braff movie. Oh, I never seen that. See. This is this generational, is Lizzie. Time. Yeah, it's generational. It is. I like. Listen, I have this. Allow like, me to gatekeep. I, uh, allow me to gatekeep Garden State. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna gatekeep early 2000s indie. Uh, indie shit indie from you. Films. You know what? Fine. You get a uh, fucking I mean, I high love school 13. musical. Awesome. I love Catherine Hardwick. Cool. Cool. Enjoy. Yeah. Uh, enjoy your fucking uh, high school musical. The musical. The show. The musical show. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're mad that you didn't have bangers like that. I have other bangers. Do you not? There are so many fucking bangers. So God you're saying you don't get it. so you don't get a high school musical anything. Then that means you also don't get any Miley Cyrus because you were too old for that. We're moving on. That is our <laughs> that is our top five. I think that's our top five for sure. Uh, I will I will say that. I forgot a lot of records that were released this year. There's some other ones that I really like. So I think that will be our like, that is our top five albums. Uh, I think we can throw out some songs maybe just to wrap up like the podcast recording. And then we can just go through and listen to uh, some stuff with the people in chat and just, you know, vibe out to 2021, you know, <laughs> Dugan pulling a Portman. How dare you? <laughs> Look, all that early 2000s uh, indie and and movie soundtrack shit inspired a lot of a lot of emo shit, especially Panic at the Disco and Fall Out Boy. Don't even. All right, Lizzie, uh, do you have any Ani Menchies you'd like to Ani mention? I do. Do you want me to just go down the line or do you want to switch off? Uh, let's switch off just so we can play some stuff. Okay, so one of them is Friend of the Pod, Rematch. Ooh, ooh. Their EP. Ooh, ooh. Because they finally dropped an EP. They finally dropped um, an and EP. And it's Max. And we now finally we saw them play live, and they're uh, great live. Super fucking good. This song, this song by no, our nobody. friends in Rematch is so fucking good. Yeah. Rematch. Rematch. <laughs> like R.E. Reed. Fall Boy existed when I existed, Ivan. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually going to be their new merch. Somebody at Mike from Rematch in the Discord. So mm -hmm. he sees this. <laughs> Rematch.
This song is incredibly good. I, I would, I mean, obviously, this is an honorable mention for me as well because we have been just heavily on the rematch train for a long time now. Yeah. It feels like we are like. <laughs> what else have you got for your Ani mentions? Let's just do yours, I guess. Well, I was about to say, because I don't know how many songs you have. I have th- two that you have. Oh, mentioned. yeah, I have a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also have willow lately i feel everything when that album dropped it was like night listen i was a baby in the 90s so i fantasize about being old enough to experience the 90s um and early 2000s as like a teen because i was a child and this is exactly the vibe i feel like i would have wanted like this entire album is like 90s girl grunge and it's great I wish Willow was a friend of the pod. Could you Willow, come on the pod. The early two thousands were pretty dope. Is a is a. That's a real that's strong. A, that's statement. an understatement. Wasn't there a recession? Two thousand eight. Is that early two thousands? Yeah, dude. Imagine like all your <laughs> My Chemical Romance exists because of nine eleven. So does the Patriot Act. But we have goods and we have bads. You know. The Patriot Act is very bad in the long term, everyone. In the long term. Yeah. In the long term. My Chemical yeah. Romance is very good in the long term. The dot-com boom, Y2K, you know, early 2000s had a lot going for it. It had a lot of uh, craziness. Listen, it's coming back. People are using the iPad, the iPod shuffles at hair clips now. So Respect. Respect. Yeah, this is, of course, Travis Barker just doing good yeah. shit with i mean it's hard to say that willow smith is a small artist because she has like the highest charting highest selling single by the youngest artist of all time and like, also like her parents are will smith the and smiths, smiths. The smiths. And is her brother yeah but i think too like when this came out i don't think most people actually like listen to anything other than transparent soul mm-hmm and I don't think a lot of people just listen to a full album because I um one of my favorite tracks is called Lipstick and it just bangs. It is like grunge. It's like better than actual grunge, I feel. I also don't like Pearl Jam or Soundgarden at all. Okay. And I'm not apologizing. Let's just for let's it. just you know, let's just keep it real. Keep it keep it calm here. <laughs> I okay? am keeping it real. You're keeping it you're keeping it right on the edge, <laughs> right on the precipice <laughs> of we are dancing around a volcano, you know? Uh <laughs> Yeah, like, again, she has a lot of access that a lot of artists do not have in the pop punk scene. But I do love that she was like, yeah, my mom uh, had a bunch of terrible shit said about her when she was a rock band on Ozfest because she was a metal band. She was a metal band. She's a black female in metal. And I think that's like like Willow has said, like, I was just really not uh comfortable doing that in the public eye because i was so worried about what people would say about me and so for her to just go yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna go i'm doing it so there you go i i appreciate that part of it because she's fucking good she worked with travis the bark the bark travis of bark (laughs) said travis of blink 
Uh, I'll do one of mine now, just so we're splitting it up a yeah, little bit, because I only have uh, a couple. So, uh, I mean, no, no fucking question. No fucking question that my Ani mentioned is going to be Die For You, Bring Me The Horizon. Just of do course. audio so we don't have the video. The song is, I think, probably up there with like one of the best Bring Me The Horizon songs that they've done. I think this song is better than anything anybody in metal rock is doing, period. This is not a spicy take, Badger. This Badger is very came on after point. all the other spicy takes. Yeah. This is this is like a, the most This is uh, mild. Yeah. This Rhinos is the most pushed me out of a car, okay? Cuz he didn't like my takes. So It was a bad take. No, it <laughs> It was a bad take. It was objectively no, a bad it, take. No, it was a good observation. Hey Badger, just so you know <laughs> what the take was because now you're here a little he bit later. He can listen back to it on Monday. <laughs> Lizzie said the sleep token reminds her of Imagine Dragons. I almost fought. I almost threw hands. I almost I, hands were up. Hands were I up in the air. I thought you could fight for once. I can fight. I choose not to I, because mm. of because of murders, because of bodies that what? have to be hidden. I only fight when it's necessary. It's Gent Sam Smith. Thank you. Get it right. Eh, still not. Yeah. Ratboy says, it said if you start recording a pop punk music video, <laughs> Travis Barker will appear in it even if he wasn't yeah. at the filming. I feel just like that tracks. Yeah. He'll just walk up and he'll be like, with Courtney Kardashian, be like, get me a second, babe. Hey, I have to do this. Dude, I'm being I was, called. I'm being summoned. I was editing this video. Did you get Travis Barker to shoot? Travis Barker. No what one's seen him about? in 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> This song is this song is incredible. Very good. Yeah. One of the I best. I remember when we played it, people were like, I don't know how I feel about it. And I'm like, I don't know why you don't like it. It sounds very good. <laughs> I played it at uh, Emo Night LA. And somebody tweeted at me like, dude, new bring me the horizon. I'm like, gotcha. Well, remember when you played it at our Halloween set and people just kind of stopped and was like, what is I don't this? care about I'm those like, people. Mm. I care about the one person that tweeted me. The who was? Do we care about the one person who uh, anonymously hate commented at emo night LA to you? <sighs> love that person. <laughs> I love the uh, emo night LA posted photo or no, sorry, subterranean posted photos of emo night LA from I believe it was the last New one York. in December. Yeah. And no, not New Year's. The one from December. Oh, wasn't. Yep. Oh really? I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah, it was it was the one from early December, and somebody's like, "Not now with all the COVID going around." I'm like, didn't even fucking care to look at like didn't, what was going didn't on. Didn't even here. read. It's like, guys, I don't know if you know this, but as soon as a photo is taken, you can post it anytime. Whenever. It's you can timeless. post it a it's year evergreen. later. It's evergreen content, guys. That was not the punch. That was not when I got punched in the face at Emo Night LA. That was a different. Uh, that was an anonymous person who said I was making them feel unsafe on, because on I Insta. played uh, Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. And I was like, um, no. no. Can you feel my heart? 2021 remix is better. Jarris Johnson. Ooh, yeah. Coming on up. So good. Jarris Johnson is quality. And no one can take that away from from that. I think Die For You is 
one of the best Bring Me the Horizon songs they've done. I think it combines everything that's good about Bring Me the Horizon, makes it uh, makes it incredible. Uh, also, I don't know why everybody just is so mad about a bunch of dumb shit that's not really happening to them. <laughs> I don't know why people are just mad at me for that. Like, okay, well, I listen, understand. You, I'm a straight Brian, white you could dude, just but I'm be also like awesome. Ronnie, you could be like Ronnie Ryke and just make a whole song about not being canceled and canceling cancel culture. I'm just, I'm just it's really, you know. I can't believe, like, I was reading the lyrics. I was like, what is this? I'm just and really I, tired. I was like, this is too much. I'm just, I'm canceling cancel culture. You know what? I'm canceling it. So. I like how somebody actually commented because this is true that cancel culture and accountability culture are two separate things, which it is. It's just people aren't aware of the secondary, nor do they know how to f properly define either. It is. I have a whole PowerPoint on it. I could teach this lesson to somebody if they really yeah. need. I could teach Ronnie Radke the difference. Now, oh, would he listen? Oh, oh. no. Ronnie Radke <laughs> will not learn. <laughs> no. So I don't I don't believe in it, so it doesn't exist. I don't believe in it. <laughs> yeah, Alice, we'll make a we'll make a YouTube vid about it later. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm, I'm gonna use that. I have to edit all my fucking lectures for next Monday, um, when it starts again. And I'm gonna be like, this is a prime example <laughs> of people not understanding cancel culture. Isn't that crazy, guys? Uh all right, Lizzie, what's your next Ani Mensch? Uh Sincere Engineer, bless my psyche. It kind of dropped like under the radar feel because they dropped a couple singles. And I thought it was just going to be the singles. Then all of a sudden they said, nope, this is a full album out on uh, Hopeless is who who they're on, right? I believe uh, so. It looks like it, according to the yeah. YouTube page. So it's there's that. And it, one. It's just so good. It's just... Sincere Engineer just like, is just a good, solid band. And they yep. have like this really good like punk, but like modern punk voice. Yep. And I feel like they're just so deeply underrated. I am very happy they're from Chicago, but also uh, I don't. That's why I don't want them to become super upper rated, you know, like overrated. <laughs> Sincere Engineer is also uh, opening for Knuckle Puck at their show this weekend because Snow Ellett had to drop off because he got yeah, COVID. That's right. uh, another another lineup of all two name bands. If you don't count but, band names when you look at a tour lineup, what are you even doing? <laughs> I mean, because apparently Brian does. He just is like, I have my spreadsheet full so of bands with two, two many words as their names. This one came out in 2020, though, this <clears throat> song. But it's on the 2021 album. Exactly. So this is what I'm saying about singles, though. It's like a bunch of like sleep uh, or uh, 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 spirit box songs came out in 2020. And then they put it on an album that was released in 2021. It's like... Uh, all right yeah. <laughs> holy roller has like been out for a couple of years and it's like let's put it on the record you know whatever whatever i i remembered two while doing this wow so, look at you yeah so i technically have three so i'm gonna do one I'm so next proud of you. thank you i i you sometimes listen to, listen music. to music i remembered that i listened to music <laughs> like all right i'm listening to music this year uh Okay, now I have to remember this fucking name of this song because I can never remember it. Here it is. Legend. The song fucking goes. And I, I literally found this on... Uh, I forget where I found it, actually. I think I found it from, like, Fantano or something. 
but then I immediately sent it to I immediately Alice, sent it to this Alice because the song one. is by two Alices, and they just say like, "Who the fuck is Alice?" <laughs> This is like, I, I don't know if this would be considered like trap metal, like hyper pop. I think hyper pop is probably hyper pop. Trap pop. Yeah. Hyper trap. Also, Alice Glass, formerly of uh, Crystal Castles, still being successful and talented. Yes. Crunk. Crunk. Rap Boy says it's crunk. Crunkcore? Vim, oh my God. Pure spite emo bangs, the best type. Like, considering all the genres of, like, hyper-pop and trap-pop and emo-hip-hop and all that stuff, like, putting it all together, like, it all is just, like, in a really good place. I don't know. It's just, like, all good together, you know? Is this song a bunch of vampires would rave to, probably? Absolutely. Yeah, I believe it. Hyper-trap rap. (laughs) Uh, yes, it is Badger. Uh, see Space Cowboy is in my honorable mentions, but I only Ooh. listened to the record one time. And also, E-tid if I is die also first. in there. If, if I, I die, die first, first as well. Yeah. That they're so. I need them to play a fucking Chicago show. It's getting silly that they have not hit yep. the Midwest. Goddamn little Lotus, too busy, you know. Yeah, this is this is too good. All right. This is really how they how cool they modded the Resident Evil Five game engine to make their cover. Vam, yeah, I uh, um, Eskimo Callboy, absolutely. But like, well, I don't know, Eskimo Callboy, like they kind of got. I feel like you know, their their big year was twenty twenty. Yeah, Hypa, Hypa. I, I I prefer Hypa, that Hypa. was their big. That and, was their big selling. Also, yeah. uh, Brian, I think we I think we need to cop those tickets because they're starting to get low on tickets actually. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but they are going to change their name soon. Oh, so because we'll of just Eskimo? Wait until that. Yeah. yeah, we'll just wait until that, and then we will... Uh, and everybody gets confused. Yeah, and then they won't buy tickets anymore, so we can just Love wait it. until then. Love it. Hypa Hypa, like... Hype, they saw how Hypa Cultural Hypa, reset. Yeah, cultural reset. They, they, they saw how good Hypa Hypa did, and they're like, okay, we're just going to do that now. <laughs> And it's Ice working, and it's so good. Ice Climber Cowboy, yeah. It's it's so good, but, like, they had to change their entire style because one song fucking took off. Is what it is, I guess. And now they have to rename themselves because of it Eskimo, off. I assume. <laughs> it took off yeah. in 2021. They're German. They don't know. There are no Eskimos in Germany. Oh, my God. There's no Callboys in Germany, either. I mean, there could be Callboys. I I only call boys boys. Uh, Interesting. Lizzie, what's your next one? Uh, Silk Sonic and Bruno Mars. Okay. Uh, I listened to this. Um, so I was hanging out with some friends uh, downtown, and this is all that they played because they usually just listen to a lot more like R and B and hip hop. And I and this was like right when it came out, and I was like, oh, I haven't listened to it yet. And we listened to it multiple times over and over, and I was like, this is like a vibe. Like, this is good. Put me 
Now, God damn it, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is one of the most talented people in the world. <laughs> Rap boy, I love that Chiodo song. There's no Eskimos in Germany. That's <laughs> honestly what I was thinking of in my brain. Oh too. my God. <laughs> uh, Bruno Mars is legitimately one of the most talented people in the world. I, yeah. I will I will die on that hill. Good short king energy. Oh, absolute short king energy. But he's like, he was literally like a Michael Jackson impersonator. So he had to be as good as Michael Jackson and then better and not problematic. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was this whole order. A cowboy is a male escort, Badger. <laughs> So yes, but you know, but not like fully. They're a little bit higher class. A an escort, more expensive. an escort is of different, uh, you know, levels. You know, you don't always yeah, like do everything. You have you have somebody who's like you know a stripper or like yeah somebody who's just a, a I guess Companion. everything sex worker. But like an escort is like um you could hire somebody, but you pay a lot of money. It's kind of like a sugar baby situation. The boyfriend except, experience. Like, yeah, like, but you're there's usually not more often than not, there's usually not like that intimate part of it. So you're not like getting that, you're just getting everything else besides that, but you're paying for it. But you're usually like going out to like fancy places. I love that this is the song that's that's uh <laughs> that's behind <laughs> our explanation of what a call Eskimo boy is. Eskimo gigolo yeah. ratitude. Sure, Lizzie. <laughs> You really yeah. just sure jam me there, huh? Wow. Yeah. This vibes though. I I, I got to give it to you on this. This fucking vibes. Yeah. Passes a vibe it's a check. It's a full album, and you know I usually don't like slow music. This was actually very good. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You wouldn't strike me as somebody who would get into even like neo R and B, like like new R and B type stuff. But glad you like this. A lot of friends yeah. who are into it, and then I just kind of like like have to listen to it to see what's up but there's some really good stuff that can't yeah. there Anderson Pac is also quite good yeah quite talented so I like both artists on their own but I never really like was like oh I'm gonna definitely check this out you know but now I'm just like yeah fucking vibes though really good Bruno Mars doing dancing and stuff wow <laughs> Wow, Brian, what a All right. Also, I spoke I spelled it Slick Sonic in the search, so Stop I'm glad this. it came up. I'm glad it Stop knew what it. I wanted. I'm glad I mean, it knew it what probably, I was it looking knew. for. It knew exactly what I wanted and it gave it to me. Um I'll do mine next. I mean, everybody knows. Everybody knows. I'm I'm predictable mm. as fuck because I I am. I just yeah, am you predictable only as fuck. To like five things. But I listened to the right Brian, five if things. His favorite artist is Corpse. He said, "No, it's basically for the meme." I'm like, "No, it's fucking not." It is. No, it's not. At the okay. Brian, you're being ridiculous. You're All right, Lizzie. All right, yourself. Lizzie. Real question. You're Honest. You got to it. Yourself. You have to answer this truthfully. <laughs> you have to answer it truthfully. Okay. Is Hypa Hypa actually a good song, or do you like it for the meme? No, it is a good song. Brian, I think we're really learning a lot about you today. <laughs> Look, I do not think that Corpse is this is like the Yin Yang Twins rap voice says. Ah, demon bitches. Uh, also, 
also i do i do really like uh hypa hypa so we'll put that on the on the on the pause so that people know i, know. I do really it like hypa like you do now it sounds like you're lying i just said i did i just said i did <laughs> I Lizzie, you have all the information of and you choose not to have it <laughs> You choose not to allow the information to because enter. you asked me, and I'm like, "Do you think it's a meme?" Because it sounds like. And I, I didn't no, say. Like, I asked doesn't. you what you thought. But I asked like, you to answer honestly. Your insinuation, I did not, and then you said, nah, mm, "No, you're insin caught, you're I'm an caught. insinuation." Excuse me. I do feel rematches. Uba was a better cover for this song. So, uh, somebody said, "I'm just going to play this one next because this is also one that was on my my list." Oh yeah, that's good. Uh. When Brian played this on Halloween, everyone was like, mm. anytime we played MGK on Halloween, almost nobody shit. but like us and three other people. Uh, forget forget me too. still went off. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like Hypa Hypa for the song. Do I think a lot of people like a lot of music because it's a meme? Yeah, I think I think a lot oh, yeah. of music can just be fucking memes. And like, that's OK. It can still be fun, even if it's not like the greatest song in the world. It can still be a really good time. Blink-182 is a really good example of this with a bunch of, like, dumb dick joke pop-punk songs that, like, like aren't necessarily great songs. Yeah, You're they're not like... good songs. It's a fucking meme, dude. MGK-Jake Paul fight when never. Did you see Jake Paul said that he wants to, like, retire? They're Which, all about, like... they're all about, like, hype and memes. They're not real. Nothing, nothing that any Paul brother has ever done is a real thing. Period. Gorps. I think that there are I think that it is fine to say that a song is good because of the meme. I think that's okay. I think corpse is good because of the meme. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying mm -hmm. that corpse is like a great artist yet. Cause because he's also releasing like a song a year at this rate. Yeah. You know? But like it always charts or tracks. But he has a he has a bunch of fans. I think that he will grow. I think that he's probably working on a bunch of shit behind the scenes and making some real good shit that's going to come out and be huge. But I don't think he's really at the level where I'm like, yeah, he's a great artist. I like the meme. <laughs> I'm I'm into the fucking meme. But he has a corpse mask. Well, we don't know what he has. What he has. Well, you you do. Let's move on. What's yeah. your next one, Lizzie? <laughs> uh, Lil Nas X Montero. All right. I think that just had like a, again, like he he came out and like he has like his main like definitive like pop rap style, but like you also have stuff that sounded more like pop rocky too, and he just is also just a really good like entertainer and performer all like all around. Absolutely, I think, and I'll go back to my meme argument. I think that. Old Town Road was a meme that was actually also a really fun song. And then he actually is a legitimate artist came out of what was essentially a meme working with Osiris and made Whitehall it Osiris. Yeah. And like a lot of people obviously really liked his, his music at the time oh, on TikTok and he too. made a, Huge. He, got, he got a bunch Huge. of money to make a really good record and crushed it. So of course, but it started as a meme. You have to get attention somehow. And Lil Nas X is the master of getting attention on Twitter for his music. Yeah. On TikTok too, yeah. Yeah. Like Lil Nas X from a marketing standpoint fucking gets it. Just from like youth culture and making like the youth interested in his 
his actual art, not just yeah. like him as a person, not at him as just like all these culture vultures for the for the here. memes well, he puts too, out there, but like, like for him such, actually like, doing art, only, which I'm like, yeah, I'm no one sure can do that actually, shit. Maybe like no one, one is as good as as he is at that. Like proudly out gay black men in like music, especially like in hip hop rap, like yeah. yeah. I also love that he just like got so much attention for fucking the devil. And I'm like, ha all these culture warriors. And especially that popular, like at his, at his popularity level, at his level of notoriety. Uh, I think, I think he became this, this sort of lightning rod for controversy because people realize how popular he was. And they're like, well, I have to talk against that. Because I'll get popular for talking against one of the most popular gay black artists in the world. Well, he there was there was pushback from him because people are like, "Oh, look, it's a black guy yeah. doing um, you know, a country song." Like country people aren't racist, but then he said, yeah. "Like, oh, this is about like riding a dude," and everyone immediately was like, "Hate it, don't like it. This is immoral." And just you know, went through and they're like, "Old Town Road is yeah. a children's song." He's I'm just like, really mad. That. Like that's on you. I'm just really mad. <laughs> That's that not you for this guy that. who is real <laughs> fucked an imaginary character from a book that was written thousands of years ago. I'm just really mad about it, you know. Like, if you're a, if you're if you're a real Christian, you're not gonna let your kid watch a man fucking the devil. You're not gonna let your kid watch that. And he's out here just having sex with the devil. He's putting blood in shoes and whatever. It's like, dude. What is this argument? This isn't real. <laughs> it's like, man, I was watching the latest Marvel movie and I can't believe that uh, Spider-Man, you know, is just a kid. I wouldn't let my kids swing around happen. from buildings. It's like, it's not fucking real. <laughs> this isn't happening. Plus, your kid is too fucking lame to be Spider-Man, all right? Your fucking uh, deep Christian just kid is not, uh, is not, <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> He fucked the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, I really hate that this guy who is like about all the bad things that the Bible says we shouldn't have, like homosexuality. I can't believe that the devil is gay. Like, well, what the fuck? Whose fucking side are you on? Like, I don't understand. What's Pick going a side on and here. stick to like, it because you I'm sound wrong. <laughs> you sound fucking wrong. You sound like Marjorie Taylor fucking raw. <laughs> who also got banned from Twitter. Oh, God. I can't never wait to forget. never see her takes again. Uh okay, let's see. One more. Um, this is my second to last static dress prologue. Static dress? A band that was rec- Yeah, they put out their full album and I know I don't remember who requested them in the DJ stream, but whoever did, I was like, hell yeah. This might have been a druid request. It may have been it's a druid. The but their their cool. album dropped this year and it's so yeah, fucking good. One. Like if somebody is still sleeping on this band. Like they're they're ridiculous to be doing so. Yeah, where even is Druid? Druid is in the UK. He's been wifed up, girlfriended, and he's just got better things to do than hang out with the club. Girlfriended. You know? He's 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 doing a whole PhD. He's also that's becoming very a, yeah, time consuming. Getting a doctorate. Yeah, that's very time consuming. Wifed and professored up. He's too busy to come and hang out with yeah. the, the degenerates on the stream outside of his time zone. The degenerates. Maybe uh, Druid, sleep- <laughs> Druid is actually sleep token. Could you imagine? Somebody tag him in uh, Discord and say, are you sleep token? You have to tell us if you are. No context. 
no context otherwise. Just say, are you, you have sleep to tell token? the truth of your sleep token. No <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do remember him requesting this before. And I think a lot of their videos look very similar to one another. Uh, Cause this looks familiar to whatever we played, but yeah. Yeah. If I remember correctly, it was a Druid request and it was great. And we were like, Whoa, dude, Fucking good request. Because then it'll be like, all right, now I want you to play like this weird R&B artist from like five years ago that sings about yeah, like. we're just like, yo, bro, what are like, you doing? Yeah. Well, and Static Dress, uh, they were on. So Creeper did like a run of shows in December upsetting I could not be there. Um, but Static Dress and Holding Absence mm. were to the openers. Again, Holding Absence also Holding Absence a fucking hits. singer of a band. I love them. They're coming to Chicago and I need to get tickets because they're low tickets. Um, but they all of them have done like such really cool, innovative like music work. And I don't know if it's because they're like in Britain there said somebody has to do this because we're stale with a lot of the other music <laughs> that they have, I feel or what. But it's just it's so innovative and different compared to like what we have. Yeah, this is like um, sort of like post grunge. Like I want to say, yeah, like I want to say, like Safe Face is probably the most artistic live band, and like also in their music videos to Creeper, mm. and Creeper's been doing that for like what four or five years. Creeper only needed one name to do it, and with. they've been kind of ahead of the curve. They only needed mm -hmm. one name to do it with. <laughs> they didn't even yeah, need they two only names. Need one name. Yeah, I. I I will also say this about 2021 because this was a weird thing that I experienced in 2021 when we finally opened back up for shows and shit is like all the songs that we didn't get to see in 2020, we saw live for the first time in 2021. So it kind of feels like that, like weird hangover effect of like, Oh, I really want like to see MGK because his record came out in September of 2020, but I'm not seeing him until September of 2021. But it's not like his record came out. I'm just like, I, I, I'm just finally experiencing it, right? But Safe Face's record came out in the same month, I think, that we saw them in. So it's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm able to experience this as it comes out. Yeah, so it's like, it's, it's very strange. Um, it's, very, it's a very strange feeling of like our, our live experience versus our listening experience. Because I know you and I are very like visceral in that live experience and it changes how we feel about their music because now we've been able to experience it. So it's like, I could like a band that I've never listened to before right. because I finally seen them live and we didn't get that for 2020. Now we get it for 2021, yeah. you know, just it came out like uh, Halloween weekend. And then we saw them like a couple weeks after. I mean, yeah, we were, we were fortunate with all the records that came out at the end of 2021, and which are the ones that stick out in my memory man, uh, quite a bit more. Uh, than all the ones that came out because we don't know everything like, else ran together hey what happened i didn't i didn't listen to that and and with the uk bands or bands that are foreign uh to the u.s it's like yeah we we're not seeing them either <laughs> except for the sounds who came through ifs and i'm like oh right sweden oh yeah sweden 
Ratboy says MGK Live made me not like it. He just had to open his mouth. Look, I just wanted to see the songs that I loved. I mean, it was good. I, like, I didn't like the audience because I was yeah. surrounded by a bunch of tweens who are like, I can't believe you're moshing. And I'm like, do you literally know where you are right now? I say it again. I love Tickets to My Downfall. That's MGK it. just happens to be the one playing it, you yeah. know? I love Slipknot and I love Slipknot's music, but I love Tickets to My Downfall. And that record, you know, I'm only going to see that like once. We're going to have more MGK, and that may he's be middling out, in yeah, the future. He's putting out two LPs this year, supposedly. Good that are him. supposed I'll to be more two grungy. two LPs to put on my top five so, for next year. Right. It's supposed to be more grungy and dark, so I don't know what that means for MGK, so we're going to see what that is. Yeah, it could mean anything. Me and the me uh, being their first pit experience, sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the worst. Uh... Let me put on one of my other Ani mentions. Oh my god, I find uh, I heard Sleigh that Bells one song to put and I was out like, a new record this, this year. Is this hyperpop? And then I was like, wait, I always heard this band and I associate it with Christmas music, but no. I didn't like it. And then I Dude, heard it. And I heard it on um it's one not, of the It's not at all. Oh, Slay is spelled different, you know? <laughs> the bells that slay. Uh it's it's metal. And electronic drums like, and pop vocals. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I literally listened to this album, most of it for the first time today, but I was digging this fucking song. I had a, I had a Sleigh Bells moment this year that out? I was like, I got to go back to Sleigh Bells for a when? bit. This year. Um, oh, so it was early. I want to say like okay. July, August. Well, yeah. I always associated Sleigh Bells with like. But this Martin. song came out at the beginning of the year. It's not. I mean, it was like associated yeah. in that scene at the time when it came out, like early yeah, 2010s. That's why I probably didn't get into it. Um, I didn't like that. But I mean, they've yeah, they've stayed. The, they've stayed the same vibe, and it's the guitarist from uh, yeah, Poison the Well, Rap Boy. Uh, the guitarist from Poison the Well. So it's like metal riffing over like the electronic like lo-fi drums and shit, and then it's just like really sad yeah no this violent really depressing lyrics with really a pop good. voice i looked at my like car and i was like who the fuck is this and i looked at the artist and i said what i think hyperpop makes this make more sense like and from the beginning like uh, treats their first record sounds exactly like this they've sounded the exact same for their entire career and it's just like dancey and metal shredding breakdowns sleigh bells x hundred gex the most chaotic experience probably uh, dude if hundred gex and sleigh bells you went out of, together you have a bunch of like indie twee like 30 somethings and you have a bunch of mishmash like i don't i don't even know who would open that show gex. like Sleigh Bell's been along around for a lot longer, but what if it's a duel? Co-headliners, yeah. dude. Also, why is? But like they fight on stage, yeah. like Scott Pilgrim. Why is Gex not? Uh, <laughs> why is Ge Gex not collaborating with Sleigh Bells? Why isn't Gex collaborating with Gex. anybody right now? Why? Okay, I will say 
Wait. Okay. I don't know if anybody else has this, but I've had this up for like the past like two weeks on my Spotify. When I pop it up, it says new release, 100 Gex. And every time I click it, it doesn't play it. It says song unavailable. Mm. Interesting. And I want to know what it is. <laughs> All right. What's your what's your final one? Uh, Magnolia Park's Halloween mixtape. Okay. Can I tell you a funny story? Oh, no. Uh, so I. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Magnolia Park did a, a TikTok. Yes. They are big on yep. TikTok. Did you yeah. do a TikTok? Okay. Uh, no. You haven't. no. So mm-hmm. I bet Sarah goes, oh, this uh, this band uh, <laughs> re- replied to me on my TikTok. And so she was like showing me the, the thing. And I'm like, oh, interesting. And they were like, oh, do you know this emo song or pop punk song or something? And one of the guys in the band is wearing an emo night L.A. T-shirt. And she was like, oh, the emo night L.A. shirt uh, kind of gave you away there. And so they responded like, aha. And then I was like, who's the band? She's like, uh, Magnolia Park. And I'm like. Lizzie, <laughs> Lizzie's gonna be so mad at you for not just so telling mad. me the fucking name. I'm like, I can't believe you didn't just get, like you're gonna talk to me about an emo pop punk band and not just immediately tell me the name before you tell me your comment. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I was like, no, dude. It's like I we know this band not personally. I mean, come on the pod, them. 2022. We can email them. I checked their press contact. It looks like it's just them still. I could be wrong, but that's what it looked like to me. Magnolia, park yourselves on the podcast. They're an excellent band, and they're going to blow up this year. Yeah. It, I mean, it, they're opening for May Day. I don't even listen yeah. to May Day Parade, like, at all. I would. I only want to go to that lineup just to see Magnolia Park and leave. Yep. I care about nobody else on that. I care about nobody else. <laughs> this is so bad for people to hear, I guess, but, like, I just do not care. <laughs> May Day Parade has some very good songs. Anyway. <laughs> That's it. Seen him once, you've seen him enough. Where's but Magnolia Park Parker is new and collab? fun. They're going to Long Island with Real oh, Friends. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I don't. Real Friends is okay. I never got it. I don't like the bro core pop punk, personally. We know Dan Lampton, friend of the pod. We know him. He's very nice. Yeah, friend of the pod, I didn't Dan say I didn't Lampton. like him. He's a nice man. Donnie Lumps. We know Donnie Lumps. You know? He's a nice man. I have no issue. He's very <laughs> nice. We met him in person at the uh, the Action Adventure show. Yeah, we said, oh, No, God, that was the you. Meet Me at the Altar one. Oh, yeah. The we just happened to see members of Action Adventure. There. It was literally the day before, and you woke up, and you said, I guess I'm going to the show. I said, yeah. Guess we're going. Meet Me at the Altar's... Um, they're putting out their I mean, at the altar's EP year. is yeah their EP is on the list too. I mean at the altar is gonna blow up hopefully. I feel like they're not they, getting they already enough. Blown up. Uh, yeah, but I feel like they're still not getting enough. You know. I think this year once they release this LP and I think and they get a couple more singles out, I think they'll eventually start to get that radio play. Dan is live right now. Tell him to rate us. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that is uh, a, a good place to leave it for our top of 2021. Uh, that is what we were listening to, what we were liking, and how we felt about it. And for the podcast recording, that's it. We love it. And thank yeah. you for listening. Uh, be sure to tell us what you liked and what you uh, what you didn't, didn't like. like. In, you know, you could also do comments. too is go to Spotify and tell, and tell them that you like us five stars so we can actually get a legit rating. Thanks for everybody in the chat. This the stream is still going. We're gonna we're gonna play some more stuff. That was just the podcast recording. Like yeah, stay here. Stay here. So we're gonna stay for a bit. Don't don't rush off. 
Um, where else are you yeah. going? It's cold. Don't go where you're going. Don't go nowhere. It's cold outside, except for everybody who lives in the. <laughs> you thought it ended a while ago. Wow! Ratatouille's, just, Ratatouille's just been hanging out in Donnie Lump's chat instead. She's going she's uh, ping ponging. Ping pong. ESC after dark. This was the podcast. I know it was. Really this is a podcast, Dugan. This Ryan, is a fucking podcast I, I for some reason. It's loose tonight. I said, okay, that's fair. We. These are. <laughs> These are just fun. Like it's fun to just listen to music, but we haven't done it where we're actually like playing the music on a stream. So I wanted to do like this sort of a test run and I think it went well. I think it's fun, but we want to make sure that we're, we're playing some more stuff with y'all afterwards. So, uh, we will end the podcast recording there again. Let us know what you thought about it in all of our comments in all of our socials and, uh, like comment, subscribe on YouTube. So you can watch the video with maybe some background. Uh, and you can also listen to this with the music over on our membership page on our website, emosocialclub.com. Go get, take it down on YouTube. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it all up there if you want to listen to it with the music and the chat. Uh, love you. Enjoy 2022. I hope you do. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Again, if you liked it, let us know. Five stars. Only, nothing less. Only five stars. Go tweet at us. Go stitch us on TikTok. Leave a comment over on TikTok. Just, you know. Um, Let us know what you want us to do on TikTok within reason, I guess. Let us know what you want to see from the club in 2022 as well. Also, I don't know how to. We want to know what what the kids want. Yeah. In there, you know, out there. Yes, fellow kids. What they're looking for. Yes. Hello, 2022 kids. Tell us. What would you like to see from the olds of the emo club? Jesus Christ. I like how you said that to me yesterday. You're like, you're getting up there. And I said, yeah, but you are always going to be older than me. Doesn't so. mean, look, thank you for checking us out on the <laughs> Emo Social Club podcast. We'll see you next Monday with another episode. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. Bye. More of this coming <laughs> this year. So- <laughs> More of the loose intros <laughs> outros and episodes 2022 style maybe some unhinged ones too just to feel something oh the hinge yeah we we broke we broke that hinge off there's that song you asked for Ugh. lizzie's on hinge is that what you said <laughs>